What's up, skeptics? Welcome to another episode of Reason to Doubt, your source for all things skeptical. I'm Jordan, joined with Jared, and today we're asking the question, so you think you're an atheist? Or maybe you might be. You're not sure. What does it mean to be an atheist? Am I an atheist? This series that we're starting, this is volume one, is geared towards people who are experiencing doubt perhaps for the first time. Maybe you're in a religious tradition, you have been for a long time, but you're not quite sure if you believe in it anymore. Maybe you are freshly out of a religious tradition, but you're not really connected to the atheist community and don't know what that even means. Maybe you just never thought of religion at all, but you moved to a puritanical gov- uh, country dominated by religion, like America. So if any of those apply to you, this episode and the future episodes are for you. So today, we're not just your resource for all things skeptical. Today... Or a resource for all things atheists too. Yeah. Jordan and I had been talking about this for a while, and we were recounting our own deconversion stories and realizing that sometimes the road out of a faith or out of you know deconversion or just considering these topics in general is a bumpy road. And we would have liked to have had some of these answers to some of these questions. So we're trying to put a resource out there for people. And there's a lot of bad resources out there. There's lots of toxic atheism, and we don't want you to go there. We want you to be happy and a cool person. So we're going to do our best to uh, define our terms, to give you a good grounding in this episode of what it means to be an atheist, what it means to believe things, that sort of stuff. And then in the future, we're going to walk you down that path and give you all the resources we wish we had had coming into this position. First off... We need to define our terms, like Jordan said. So what is an atheist? What does it mean to be an atheist? So atheism, being an atheist, it's a word that means different things to different people. It has different usages, none of which are uniquely correct. Uh, It's always centered around some form of disbelief when it comes to a deity. So we're going to give you the definition we think is best. You'll hear other definitions out there. They're all fine, whatever, but these are the ones we think are best. So a theist is someone who believes that there's at least one God. So that if no matter what kind of God that is, no matter how many they are, you're a theist. All fall under that. So an atheist is kind of the opposite. Someone who believes there are no gods. Zero. Not one. And an agnostic is kind of in the middle. They're not convinced of either position. They're not convinced that any gods exist, but they're also not convinced that they don't exist. They're kind of unsure, undecided, withholding judgment. Yep. These aren't the only definitions. Um, In fact, you'll hear many more definitions, and people will argue extensively about this on the internet. The important thing here is that for our where we're going, an atheist is somebody who believes there are no gods. I have a belief that gods do not exist. Right. Now, a belief does not mean that you are sure, that you have knowledge. It doesn't mean that you're completely confident. And critically, a belief doesn't mean that you have no evidence either. So you'll hear kind of both things. Some people are like, oh, you believe there's no gods? How do you know there's no God? Well, I didn't say I knew, right? Right. But also you'll hear, uh, I don't believe there's no gods or I don't believe in X because believing is faith or whatever. And that's not true. Uh, A belief is just something you're convinced of. You think it's more likely to be true than not. That's all it is. No matter how, you might might be confident in that belief. You might be kind of unsure, you know, you're convinced, but not like super strong in it. Both are beliefs. There's beliefs of all kinds, of all different levels, and it's very simple. I mean, we've heard this one before, but I don't have 
proof that Santa Claus doesn't exist. I have a lot of evidence and reasons to believe that he doesn't exist. Therefore, I believe no Santa Claus exists in the in the sense that we talk about around Christmas time. Perhaps there was a historical figure in the past. That's different. So right, yeah. There's there. I believe there's no magical figure that's distributing toys to all the good little boys, but mainly the rich ones. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I can give evidence for that. So a belief is not something that you believe on faith, or it's like an, a, a, you can have beliefs that are based on evidence and are sound and reasonable and rational. You can have beliefs that are not based on evidence that you have for bad reasons. You can have reasonable beliefs, you can have unreasonable beliefs. For example, I believe that I'm sitting in a chair talking to a microphone to Jared who's somewhere else. I believe all these things. I think they're true, right? That's all that means. Belief, atheist is someone who believes there are no gods, which is the opposite of a theist, someone who believes there is one God. Where does skepticism come in this? We're a skeptical channel primarily. And so we also happen to be atheists. Are those the same thing? You often hear people use them almost interchangeably, particularly uh, religious people. I, I hear more often than not conflating the two, but atheists do it too. Yeah, I, I know I've done it myself. Um, and a lot of times skepticism gets the rap that it's it has to correlate with the word doubt. So if you're doubting, you're being skeptical of something. Um so if you are doubting, does that automatically make you a skeptic? Or an atheist. Or even like, an atheist, yeah. If you're doubting your faith, does that mean that you're an atheist? The answer is no. Uh, I think doubting is part of skepticism, but it's not sufficient to be a skeptic. So what is a skeptic? There's Again, just like atheism, there's a lot of different ideas about what it means to be a skeptic. And, and there's like different schools of skepticism or whatever, but kind of just at a warm and fuzzy level, uh, there's... We think that being skepticism is about embracing doubt as almost like a methodology and trying to be deliberate about having good reasons for your beliefs and critically being willing to change or update those beliefs if you're presented with new information. Yeah. And this is different than cynicism or being a cynic uh, because that would be a horrible way to live your life. But yeah, being a cynic, like, you know, being like almost aggressively doubtful, perhaps like, you know, rejecting everything. And also being a skeptic doesn't mean that you don't believe any claim. Like some uh, flat earthers, for example, will say, I'm, I'm just being a skeptic. No, because part of being a skeptic is accepting when you've got good evidence, right? That's, that's an important part of being a skeptic, right? There are lots of people who claim to be skeptics, lots of atheists who claim to be skeptics. They are not practicing good skepticism because they aren't actually looking for, uh, new information. They aren't willing to update their beliefs when they are presented with that new information. So you, as someone who is doubting your previous faith tradition or your current faith tradition, that doesn't make you an atheist, and you can be a skeptic and not be an atheist. Yeah. And you can be doubting your stuff and neither be a skeptic nor an atheist. So right. uh, we so, do think it's important, though, that um, you look into skepticism as a way of life, as a way of approaching the big topics. Um, right. Particularly if you're like if you're wrestling with doubts right now, having a skeptical mindset kind of gives you a framework to process through those doubts. And maybe at the end of it, you remain religious. That's fine. And at the, or maybe at the end of it, you are not religious. That's also fine. Either way, you can be a skeptic. And so that you're skeptic. If you work at skepticism, then that'll help you through this period of doubt. I think it's far more helpful than the advice that you might hear, like 
placing doubt as a bad thing. We had an episode of this previously. Doubt is not a bad thing. Doubt is a perfectly natural thing to experience. Um, if you never experienced doubt, then you're probably not thinking very hard. Yeah. You There's know? a reason that our channel is called Reason to Doubt. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, because we doubt and there's two of us. Yeah. Very clever. <laughs> okay. So that's kind of the definition stuff out of the way. So now you're not sure that God exists, right? Does that mean you're an atheist? Does it mean you're an agnostic? Do I have to disprove God to be an atheist? Like, do I need to be sure? Do I need to be certain? No, you don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's all, all. that's not, almost impossible, actually. Yeah, I, I don't think it is possible. I think it's possible for certain conceptions of God. Like a, a, per, a particular conception of God could be self-contradictory in some way. Sure. And so like that one I can rule out for sure, you know, but... The, the finer the definition that somebody gives you of a God, the more probable it is that you could either prove or disprove that God. Right. But God concepts tend to be kind of fuzzy and squishy. So yeah, you're never going to be able to disprove everyone. And there's possibly other God concepts that you haven't thought of that you've never been exposed to. And that's fine. You don't need to be sure about all of them in order to be an atheist. You just have to have good, sufficient reasons for being confident to some degree that no gods exist and be willing to change that later. If later you come up with it, if someone gives you new evidence or gives you a new God concept you hadn't heard before, you just change your mind and stop being an atheist. It's no big deal. It's fine. Yeah. And it's not like this is some like math problem where you're like, okay, I'm 50, 50 right now. So I'm a pure agnostic. And then you get a piece of evidence in the favor that, you know, God doesn't exist. And you go, now I'm 51, 49. I guess that makes me an atheist. Like, this is just, you're just either convinced or you're not. And people have done experiments before that, like this before. Like if I asked Jordan to, you know, be convinced that he's not wearing a bow tie right now, he couldn't do it because he's right. wearing a bow tie. He can't just be unconvinced of something. So Right. Yeah. But uh, also being unconvinced is, like we said, that's a position too. It's called agnosticism, which is totally fine. A lot of people coming out of faith go toward, through a period of agnosticism because it makes sense. You were convinced of A, then you're like, not sure. Then you convinced not A, right? That's common. But doesn't mean that's a linear path. You can hit the agnosticism, turn around. Also fine. So you're doubting. Does this mean you're not saved or you're going to hell. Well, we well, don't believe that there is a hell, so probably right. not, but okay. <laughs> if you're asking us, I don't think you're any more likely to go to hell than you are to go to Mordor, okay? Because <laughs> I don't think either one is real, okay? Uh, <laughs> another common fear is how will I know right and wrong? Because I've gotten right and wrong from my religious tradition all these years. Like I've used the Bible as the basis of my morality. How am I going to know how to live my life? Yeah, that's a that's a great thing. Uh, and it can actually cause a crisis in some people. It's important though to realize that when you gave up your belief in a deity or you were convinced that a deity didn't exist anymore, nothing else in your life or worldview changed. Your ethics didn't change at that point. Your moral grounding didn't change at that point. It's not like you were completely tied to this biblical thing. And then once you gave that up, all your ethics went out the window. Right. I mean, if you right now are doubting, think about it. Are you any more inclined to steal or to kill or anything else than you were yesterday? Probably not. Even though in this moment, perhaps you're doubting whether or not the deity exists, whether or not the Bible or whatever religious book you use or whatever, you may be doubting those things. But you are not, in this moment, any more inclined to do anything you regard as wrong than you were yesterday. 
And if you and were, then, then go back to believing. <laughs> yeah. If, if believing in a deity is the only thing stopping you from going on a murder rampage, then please yeah. stay there. Like, turn off this video immediately. <laughs> no, most people don't get their like broad religious or, or ethical thoughts from their religious tradition. Very often, you, you'll come to your uh, ethical ideas, your moral ideas, same way you always did. You have some kind of moral intuition. You have empathy. And that's augmented by your cultural traditions, by maybe some philosophy, by whatever. So don't worry. You're going to be just as moral now as you ever were. It's no problem. There is a positive of this, though, Jordan. All of those things that you thought you had to do before because a God commanded you to do it or it was written down in a holy book, guess what you get to do with that stuff? Throw it away. Just ignore it. <laughs> I, I had this experience when I was a Christian. I was a fundamentalist for a, a long time. And when I deconverted, well, while I was a fundamentalist, uh, homosexuality was something that I said was wrong. And I guess I tried to believe it was wrong because I thought that's what the Bible told me. It didn't make sense to me. I didn't understand why it was wrong because it wasn't hurting anybody. It didn't seem like it would be an issue. So once I was no longer in that religious tradition, I was free then to follow my moral judgment and to no longer regard that as evil. It's pretty simple. Which I think right? it's great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're no longer forced to contort your moral judgments to fit some standard of somebody else from thousands of years ago, or more, more aptly to fit your pastor's interpretation of that standard from thousands of yeah. years ago, right? You can just use your best judgment to come to the best conclusions you can, which yeah. is good. It's liberating. It good. So let's say that you're still, you're vacillating with this idea, but you're just like, well, I'm just not certain. I don't know what I don't know. I don't know how certain I am if there is no God or if I believe there's no God. Like, what do I do in that situation? I think the best thing you can do is just kind of take a deep breath and be okay with uncertainty. Like it's, it's okay to be uncertain. You don't need to know. You can take your time to explore these questions, to seek out some resources, watch some YouTube channels, perhaps, whatever. Take your time to explore it. It's a big question. You're not going to answer it overnight. You didn't probably come to these beliefs in one day. You're not going to come out of them or figure out these questions you have with them in one day either, right? I will say though, if you're not certain and you're, you know, you're kind of oscillating, probably don't like sing it from the rooftops <laughs> the yeah. moment you like are experiencing doubt, you know, so that, that might end up with some bad backlash you don't need to deal with, you know? Yeah. And it's possible to be an atheist and not be certain about, about where you're at with it. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. totally fine. So we've been talking about three real settings, atheist, agnostic, and theist. There are other labels that people use. You could be an atheist and not believe that God is in any way comprehensible. You could, there's all kinds of different labels and, but you don't need to get lost in the weeds. Just figure out whether or not you believe in God and then move from there. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't need to get that great. If you're that granular, then this is, you're way beyond this. Yeah, that's like graduate level atheism. This is like babies yeah. first atheism. Okay. So that's what we're trying to get in this video. These are going to be a little bit shorter, uh, so you can get in, get what you need, and leave. We're going to try at the end of these videos to give you some resources that you can use to go find out more. So for this one, I think the question that's on everyone's mind, and it should be, now that you're an atheist, where do you go get a bow tie like mine? Uh, so... That's obviously the first step to becoming a true atheist. This bow tie I got in Venice, so you, this one would be kind of hard. But I highly recommend bow ties, B-E-A-U -E -E ties in Vermont. 
Excellent. Once you've got that, so now you're a real atheist. <laughs> Some other resources you can use. That's that's not true. That, you don't have to get a protest. <laughs> Look, different people have different ideas of what counts to be an atheist. It's, you know, whatever. So other resources you can use. Uh, the Freedom from Religion Foundation is a good general resource. They tend to have uh, good links and articles, so you can look them up. If you are interested more in the philosophical side of atheism, like some of these definitional ideas or getting the weeds of like, what does it mean to believe something? Do I know this to be true or not? How do I know that? The YouTube channel Answers in Reason is excellent. Uh, they talk about this stuff. They go way deep in the weeds, so... And they're great guys. If you have any questions, they'd be happy to answer them. Uh, link for those will be in the description. If, however, you want a more surface level view of not just atheism, perhaps, but philosophy in general, maybe you just haven't thought about it at all. The series Crash Course Philosophy, hosted by Hank Green, is superb. It's like, I don't know, 30 or 40 videos. Each one is like five or 10 minutes long. Yeah, super digestible. You can watch, if you have family or kids, you can watch them with them. It's very accessible. And you can go to the specific topic that you want to know about. So if you want to know about epistemology, how do we know things? Then if you want to know about God and the different conceptions of God and like different kinds of theology, they've got episodes on that. Um, I, when I was driving with the kids, if we had like a long drive, there, there was a time when we had to drive somewhere, took about an hour and we had to do it like every other week, I would watch a crash course philosophy with them and we'd talk about it in the car. And they were like in middle school at this time and they could follow it perfectly well. So it's a great resource. So let's recap real quick. So are you an atheist? Well, only you can answer that question. Right. And you don't have to be certain in that answer or know the answer right now. If you believe, meaning if you're convinced that no gods exist, you're an atheist. Yeah. And... The level to which you're convinced, that's up to you. Right. If you're not sure at all, if you no longer believe a God exists, but you're not sure they don't exist, you're kind of in the middle, unsure, agnostic is the label that most people would use there. Both are fine. All of it's fine. Theist is fine too. Uh, if you, you, just because you're experiencing doubt doesn't mean you're an atheist. You don't have to immediately flee your religious <laughs> tradition. You know, You can spend some time and think about this. Being a skeptic is a great way to process this doubt. It's something that you can hold on to. The skeptical mindset can serve you well as a religious person. So if you choose not to leave your religious tradition, the time and energy you spent in developing the skeptical muscles will still help you. Um, So that's a skill you can take with you whichever way you land. You don't need to prove God doesn't exist. That's not a thing that's going to happen. So it's a good thing you don't need to do it. (laughs) <laughs> what, what I would recommend doing in this case is take some time, write down your questions, and then go to people within your religious community that you trust, whether that's a pastor um, or or an elder, and ask them ask them your questions. Say, hey, I'm struggling with doubt. These are some of the questions I have, and then see what they say. But don't stop there. Go to the other side and see what the other side says as well. Start with, you know, some of these resources that we provided. Do some research on your own and then make an informed decision. Ask questions in the comments. We'd be happy to incorporate them. So this is going to be a series we're doing. The next episode we're going to be doing is, so you've decided you're an atheist. We're we're assuming that you're just going to go that way. Well, yeah, obviously. (laughs) Obviously, after you've watched this, you're going to be convinced, right? So once you're... Put your questions in the comments. We'll answer those questions perfectly. 
give you all the information you need, and then boom, you'll be convinced. And then you can go on to the next episode. If it's already been done, there'll be a link or we'll in a playlist or whatever. Uh, so that'll be the next episode. Make sure you don't miss it. Subscribe, hit the little bell so you'll be notified. Uh, hit a like if you thought this was useful to you and share this if you are an atheist. So this isn't necessarily directed at you. You probably know people who are going through doubt and hopefully this will help them. Uh, so stay tuned for that. But remember, until next time, you've always got reason to doubt. Peace out.